listeners! Welcome to Tawa Let's, a podcast about anything comedy in the Philippines. For those who didn't know that we have a thriving comedy scene, let me just tell you that we actually have a really amazing one. We're going to be getting to know some people who write comedy, do stand-up, improv, music, actors, and all other forms of comedy on this show. My name is Aaron Cristobal, and today we are joined by one of Solid OK's main sketch writers, weekly performer of stand-up comedy, and one of Jokoy's opening comedians in his show at MOA Arena. Let's welcome super cute and self-proclaimed white boy, Aldo Cuervo. Hey, Aaron. How are you today? Yeah, I'm alright. So you did open for Jokoy very recently, and... I would say that that is something that's really big for a stand-up comedian, especially here in the Philippines. And you're so, well, you're relatively young, I would say. To open for Jokoy, how did that come about? Well, he went to the show. He went yeah. to our open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a surprise. Yeah. How was that? No one, no one expected it. I was hosting that night, so uh. when he came in through the door, everyone just looked at me. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> He wanted to use a CR, so I, I thought, okay, he just wanted to pee, all right? Yeah. And then he'd be on his way. No, but he, he stayed. He stayed for the, the show. That um, was so nice of him, actually. How did he hear about it, do you know? He had two LA-based performers with him that time, mm. uh, Andrew Orolfo and uh, Chris Schwartz, mm. who were looking for an open mic room. And they were the ones who put their names up for sign-up, to, right. to sign up to, to perform. And uh, he... Jokoy just wanted to watch that night. Uh, I asked him, "Hey, do do you wanna do you wanna do some stage time? Um, we would love that." And he he told me, "No, no. He just wanted to watch. I guess he was, you know, scouting out the place, um, getting a feel for it. But at one point, I, I just told him, "Hey, if if ever you change your mind, just just tell me. You're you're, you're very more than welcome. you're more than welcome. Yeah. Just I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I mean, we do have a strict sign-up policy, but then but I guess you're Jokoy, dude. Jokoy. Did he end up doing a set? Yeah, like I was ready to introduce the next local act, and then I just saw him approach the stage, and like just oh, that, was, that was it. Yeah. That was it. That was he. It was a body language, like uh, put me up. This guy needs no introduction. Please welcome Jokoy. He had no idea who we were. He invited three comedians backstage mm-hmm. to watch the show mm. at the start he was like uh you red and the japanese guy yuki, yuki. horikoshi yeah, yeah so yeah. me red Oliero, yuki horikoshi do you guys want to watch backstage like yeah of course we'll go then i got another call from his sister the day after asking if we wanted to open uh jokoi asked for us to open at first she was like oh there's no tf for this yeah is that okay? Yeah, of course it's okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're not gonna say no to that. And we do this every week without TF, so like whatever. <laughs> um, so the open mics are are no TF, but yeah, 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 yeah pretty so much no TF. And how did it feel getting that call? Uh, I expected it. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I, I I gave I left my number with her, right, so right, right. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know that we were gonna be offered to um, open. Yeah, that was a room of how many people? That was a lot. Most or Moa? Moa. 9,000. Yeah. Have you performed for a crowd that big? My biggest was 250. Damn. And what was that like? Were you nervous at all? Of course. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like the whole week leading up to that, I I was stressed. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, neck pains. So going up to the stage, like my hands were like <laughs> clamming. Yeah, it up. was clamming up. Like my joints were stiff. But then on stage, it, it's done. Like you're, it went you're, away. Yeah, I wasn't nervous anymore. Just uh, I was. En- I found myself enjoying it a lot. Like I found myself laughing in between my bits. Yeah. Because I was just having a great time. Do you curate your jokes for a certain crowd? I. As much as possible, I do the jokes that I want to do. Um, if it's a younger crowd, if it's a college crowd, I guess I'm more likely to go with uh, risque jokes, I guess. When it's younger. Yeah. Because yeah, they like, appreciate that. If yeah. it's if it's like a college crowd, I like to do... I usually do bastos <laughs> stuff, you know? I like to do my bastos jokes. I like... Yeah. I like to do religious jokes, but I can't do that with like the older crowd. Right, right, right. I, did, I ended my my set with the Jokoi show with a religious joke, and mm-hmm. I I got it from a tita the the next day. You know. Oh no. <laughs> what do you mean, your tita? No, like it's not even related to me. <laughs> a um, random tita. Um, she's like a an in law tita. Ah. Yeah. Like, I don't like your last joke. Change it. But did the crowd like it? Yeah. 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 Uh, it was a strong ender. But then it Hirap can't please lagan. everybody. But yeah. you know, it's it's nine thousand people. So if you make half the room laugh, that's still four thousand five hundred. So you know, it's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to perform for a crowd of nine thousand. Props to you Thank on you. that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that has arrived was more of like an opportunity that, like, I just I guess I've been working up to it. Like, I I didn't plan for any any of this open mic since college just doing open mic was just a thing i right. love i love to do after going to school from antipolo mm. was just like my way of hanging out somewhere before open mic so oh. it's just like okay i get to do open mic after this so it was right. like a treat like that's your reward for a day of going, hard work yeah of course <laughs> stay in class so you're also writing now and and you're writing for solid okay how did that come about oh that came when ryan puno came back from the states mm-hmm. uh he and you've known ryan ever since i've just seen him perform like once i didn't know him beforehand mm. no so how was that it was there a audition process or did you submit what you wrote he went to the open mics and um, announced that he was opening a, an online comedy channel mm-hmm. and whoever wanted to try out could send him some scripts and some joke pitches and we all did and he shortlisted three people oh, so nice. me Alexio and Andrin yes and what would you say because I I'm not really a writer as you know I've taken your class it's hard it was fun it was so fun yeah? it was so fun but what would you say is the difference between writing sketch and stand-up what would you say is more difficult or they're both different disciplines yeah very different because I know both still need to have truth it's gotta make sense it's gotta right. have the format I've <laughs> ever even thought about it what do you find easier though stand-up because it's your story Mm-hmm. We, with sketch, um, we learned the elements of sketch writing. Like, um, you've, you've got to have the beats. You've got to build up the choke. Doesn't stand up have the same thing though? You have beats and build up to a punchline. Um, premise, set up punchline. Yeah. And then you get tags. This is very technical for me. Yeah. What is a tag? Tag comes after the punchline. It's just another funny bit after the punchline. So you get the main punchline, and then there's another 
punchline and another punchline. So you could like a continuation. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the comedy scene, the local comedy scene. Not a lot of people know about it, I would say, because even with us, we kind of have to explain, okay, this is what improv comedy is. And I'm sure with stand-up, I'm not sure what the crowd is like at open mics. Mm -hmm. But do you get a lot of people all the time or do people kind of just... Drift in and drift out. Recently, we've been having full houses back to back this 2020. So nice. I hope that's uh, <laughs> that's how it is for the rest of the year. And the years <laughs> Baka to they're come. all just like Pakajoki will come again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting there. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit about um, the local stand up scene? That's something that I don't really see a lot about. I'd like to know more about that from you since you host open mics every week, mm -hmm. you perform every week. I've been noticing that it's it's getting bigger. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have been asking to try. Like oh, nice! A lot, a lot of new, a new, a lot of new faces in the scene. This Young year. or not necessarily? A mix, a mix. Oh, nice. We got students, we got um, older crowd. A lot of new faces. I'm not sure if it's because of the new year. Usually, when it's new year, that's when like you know people come out. Oh, I gotta challenge myself this year. Ah, yes. I want to try out something. A resolution. New. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's the resolution crowd or right. genuine people who want to try out stand up. But then we've got a lot of new faces. Mm. Are these new faces becoming regulars, or is it just like a one-time? They're consistent. Game? They're getting kind of consistent now. But then it's just one month, so you can't. You, you can't, can't really tell, judge. You can't tell yet. But you've been doing open mics for a while. Since I met you, have there been a lot of females wanting to try it out? Or is it mostly male? The guys outnumber the girls. Oh, definitely. By a lot. Yeah, by yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a sausage party <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, It's a lot of guys. But then we do, we do get girls too. Once in a while. Yeah. Do you see a difference in the way that men perform stand-up than the way women perform stand-up? At least in the open mics that you hosted or attended. Sometimes I notice that the girls are more bustas. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the way they release their repression, I guess. It's Maybe. Like, I notice a lot are very sexual, and that's cool. That's cool too. I'm I'm down for that. Like, you know, <laughs> hopefully we get more. Like, uh, we have a show. Uh, we have a any kind of comedy open mic with Solid. Okay, it's called Blagag, mm -hmm. and our sign-ups for this upcoming show is a lot of new female comedians are, are going to try out too out. Oh. for stand-up as well i'm excited to see that like we need we yeah. definitely need a lot more female voices in the scene i agree like, because i think internationally there are a lot of female stand-up comics it's mm. really just here would you say asia does not have a lot of female stand -up? i wouldn't know mm, I, I i'm not know. sure either but i haven't seen a lot although if you watch netflix there are a lot of female comedians so which i find very interesting it's I a really mystery think. yeah it's it a is mystery a mystery here. it is yeah. a mystery although i think it's going to change soon because at least in the improv community it's a very even number of guys and girls. Maybe it's a cultural thing where mm -hmm. Pinais are very shy and they want to have company. That's just a theory of mine. What are some things that you personally find funny? Because I noticed that when we do readings, you and I laugh at different things. Mm. What are some things that you find funny? Or do you have comedians that you, you really like that you find really, really funny? I, I love the dumb shit. <laughs> I, lo I love... I love stupid jokes. Stupid. How the stupid? The dumber, the better. Dumber, the better. <laughs> yeah, I I love a, a good dumb joke, just sabao stuff. Sabao. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Sabao is always funny. Are there any comedians out there that you would say 
inspire you? My first favorite, my first few favorite comedians are mostly uh, British. Bill Burr, Sean Locke. Mm. Like, I guess I was first exposed to it in the UK. And, and you were there at a very young age, so you got to see... Uh, 09 till 2012. Right, right, yeah. right. So who was Uso then? <laughs> like uh, Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill, um, Jimmy okay. Carr, Sean Locke. They were my favorites. Very... Dry. Very dry, yeah. Sarcastic. Mm-hmm. That's your type. Were these the people that inspired you to get into comedy or... No. No? no. How did you get into it? At 18. During college, like a friend of mine invited me to the open mic scene. And ever since my first set, I, I just got hooked. I, mm. I had to go again. You went on stage the first time you went to an open mic. Yeah, that was in Katipunan, in Craft Cafe. And I kind of got shit from it from my friend because I was wearing swimming trunks, slippers, and a cardigan. Why? Because <laughs> that's how I went to school before. Like I, I would just wear Swim slippers. Swim shorts. Okay. It was like my board shorts were right, like right, my right. my easy shorts. What did your friend say? Please wear jeans. <laughs> just, just wear pants next time, please. Something, <laughs> anything. But how was that set? Because you said you got hooked, so it must have been good. Yeah, I got I got a couple laughs. Like mm. not not all jokes landed, but my first laugh felt so good. And I needed to try it out again. Do you remember like a really bad set? What was one of your worst sets, <laughs> if you had any? Because oh, every wow. comedian has one of those, or two, or three. I had one in in Una Morato. I don't remember exactly what jokes I used, but I remember I had to go out because I had to cry. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. yeah, like why? How bad was the reception that you had to cry? It was just really quiet. Like uh, the. The cash register was louder than the... Than the reactions. Yeah. No, there were no reactions at all. It was just really quiet. It was just super, super, super quiet. Oh, no. And there were a lot of people. Around 10 people that time. Oh, that's not so bad if you got no reaction from 10 people. But yeah, it still it still hurts, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, everyone was just looking. Were you the only one that day that didn't get a reaction or no naman? Um, No, everyone did well that day. Oh no, that's yeah, why. That was during my first year. Like you, yeah. you get you get these experiences starting out, you know. It's right. it's rough working out material and testing out something new then it doesn't work, then you try it out again. You know, it's it's the grind. It's um you're always grinding. You get a really out. thick skin after that. Oh. Yeah. What would you say are some things that you learned f- from doing stand up besides having thick skin, just being like oh, whatever, they didn't laugh. Let's see. I would say that I'm a lot more uh, outgoing, but then I'm not because I'm I'm really <laughs> I'm really shy by nature. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm very shy. But when you're on stage, it goes away. It kind of does. Yeah. Nice. So, what are the best sets? Like, wh- if you could remember the best set that you've done, and why? How did that make it the best set that you've done? My best sets are always the ones where I try out new material and it works mm. the first time. That's always. That's the best feeling yeah. of writing a joke, let's say like a week before, the night before, and then getting excited about it, getting nervous about it, going through all the emotions of writing a new joke and like I'm waiting to, to try it out on mm-hmm. stage. And, and it works. works. Mm. And you're, you're having a great time on stage. The crowd's having a great time. That is the best feeling yeah. like for me. Like um, having a new joke work. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier um, about the frustrations of being a comedian. You have been asked many times, hey, tell me a joke naman. Yeah, it comes with the territory. Does that happen to you a lot? I get it a lot from family. <laughs> That's even worse. It's <laughs> even worse because you see them more than other people. Do you actually succumb and do it? Never. No, <laughs> no way. Do you even get family members watching your open mics? I've had, I've had um, a few, and interesting. It was, Why? It was interesting, man. Um, I always, it's mostly the titos, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, the ones I invite. And do you get feedback? Yeah, they 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 say they they enjoyed it. Like I mean, during some reunions, they tell me to 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 try it out uh, in front of everyone. Do your act. It's like no. <laughs> you have shows every week, right? Yeah, every every Tuesday and Friday we have open mics. Tuesday, uh, most most bar Matalina Street, Quezon City. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's open show mic. And on Fridays we have rib ticklers. That is in Brad and Pitt's Rib Shack in Capitolio. Yeah. Do you get a lot of hecklers in your show? Shows? Well-meaning hecklers. What does that mean? They think they are helping your set by by shouting out punchlines for you. Ew! Yeah, they think that they're helping you out. They they try to help you along. They think they're helping you develop your set. And there's also some who... There's this one drunk guy who goes to our shows every Friday... He doesn't understand that when we ask a question, it's rhetorical. So he asks out loud. It's like, really? Yeah. How? He just um, adds on to it every single time. He thinks he thinks you're really asking a question. He thinks it's everything's like a knock knock joke. He's not used to stand up comedy, but we we tell him, and like he's been lessening in it. But hey, he's loyal. Mm-hmm. He goes he's loyal. every single time. We have a lot of appreciation, man. A lot of people inviting um, more people next week. Mm. Like, um, I get a little embarrassed when I host sometimes because I ask someone, "It's like, hey, uh, are you watching for the first time?" And I was like, oh, "I was here last week." I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> so, so there's so many new faces that I, I can't really keep up with everyone." Have you seen other types of comedy besides stand-up? Other things that you are aware of? I have seen you guys. That was. <laughs> 2012 but I also want to actually go to like one of the gay bars like I actually just want to watch actually me too go and be the one and who's be attacked. attacked yeah like cause I've heard about it I want to I want to know how bad like how right. how crazy it is yeah. with the the insult comedy I want to I don't mind being the one because I'm, I'm used to it you know like when you're hanging out with comedians like you insult each other all the time so right. I want to see how how good they can insult because we have some people entering Spit, for example, they want to watch. And we always start the show saying, okay, we're not going to make fun of you because there have been audience members who are just like, don't call me. So we have to explain that, no, we don't do that. So it's interesting for me to hear somebody who wants to go and be subjected to something like that. <laughs> I want to, the, the filthier, the better, the, the cruder the better i, I want to hear it i want to s- i, w- I want to see how far they brought the art form of insulting um are there any shows now that you personally favorite shows of yours comedy shows I'm i sure. am not um updated i haven't i haven't 
it's even if it's not new. Like for example, I would say that The Office is still a classic for me. But that's old and it's been done for a while. So are there any shows like that for you that you can just rewatch and rewatch? I used to follow this um, the show called Black Books. Okay. It's a. Uh, is it British? <laughs> yes. Um, it has starring Dylan Moran mm-hmm. um, and Bill Bailey. Okay. Don't know them, but yeah. I'm sure they're famous. <laughs> it's an Irish. <laughs> it's an Irish um, ultra sarcastic. A protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he owns a bookstore, but he hates his customers and he hates people buying his books. <laughs> so he keeps sending people out, and and um, his uh, Manny, his um, his friend, helps him with the books and like tries to keep the business afloat. Oh, I should give that a watch. I think I've heard of it before, but it's just just this whole angry thing. Yeah, he's just yeah. a really angry Irishman. <laughs> All right, so that's one. Are there any other shows that you find particularly funny or the writing is really funny? Uh, of course, The Office. I, I love The Office. Mm-hmm. I love the, the treatment of the whole thing. I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. yeah. And I guess the last thing that I've I been appreciating a lot recent, not recently, like last year mm-hmm. I saw it, was um, the Eric Andre show. Have not heard of it. I think it's an adult swim. Okay. He turns the whole... Um, host uh what do you call it? late night show on its head he turns the whole genre on its head and it's pure sabao yeah it's, it's pure <laughs> uh, it's labo. you have to see it it's it's crazy it's just it's very hectic it's crazy he's um um it's eric andre with hannibal burris as his oh, co-host i love him and they're just um they're breaking shit they're <laughs> they're just destroying the set all the time they uh, they have like a guest on, pero parang ginagago lang nila yung, yung guest nila. Like between two ferns, that kind of gago. Um, worse, like they get like they get like stage hands to to stand next to them, and the stage hand is like naked, and like just they love um, getting their guests uncomfortable. They thrive on the discomfort and the <laughs> awkwardness of their guests. Yes. They like put snakes inside your seats, you know, and they see how how long the the guest can stay on, and some get angry, some walk out. Working with solid okay is very different because you're working with a group of people. What are your favorite things about working with a group that writes sketch? There's the whole aspect of bouncing jokes to each other. You know, it's the whole collaborative spirit of, of working with a team is we help each other we, we bring the joke further together you know um, and I can't you can't do that by yourself you can't do a table read by yourself yeah. you know it's it's crazy it's 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 really fun are there any favorite sketches that you've already done because Solid OK has a lot of content mm-hmm. over when did you start last year Langba? 2018 yeah um, <laughs> I love uh the sketch Red Oliara wrote, it's called Ikaw, Ako, at Aking Gatilio. It's like a low-budget film. Ah, it's a high-budget film. It's a high-budget, low-budget film. The whole concept is high-budget, but we don't have the budget for all of it. So we just, like, the sketch is basically calling out everything that's happening. Oh, may pitong lambong, you know, dumadaan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we have to escort Ann Cortis, Vin Diesel's in the sketch, Robin Padilla's in the sketch. But we just mention it through dialogue. Because there's no budget. No budget to get them. For the listeners out there, Solid OK actually has a sketch class or had a sketch class uh, last year that lasted eight weeks. Do you guys plan on doing that again? Definitely. Yes. So there's a level one, mm-hmm. which which I took, which was super fun. So you guys should sign up for that. Um, what are the other things to look forward to with regards to learning from Solid OK? Just know that we'll probably come out with a, a sketch writing 202. So like a level, yeah, level two of like the first batch. Are you releasing a level one again anytime soon? Mm, I hope I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I do want to ask because... Uh, there are a lot of people who are very shy about entering comedy. Mm-hmm. I guess because since you're shy and and you've mentioned that several times, uh, how what advice can you give for someone who wants to start? My tips, Kabajan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best tip I got was to not listen to tips for your first two years. Like, don't don't listen to to what anyone tells you is funny because that will dampen your own humor. No one's expecting you to to kill. No one's expecting you to to have an awesome set for your first time. No one expects you to do that. You're a first timer, you're you're most likely going to suck. And it's okay to suck when you start, you know? Just suck. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fine for your first time. Uh yeah, no one no one's expecting you to bring the house down. So calm down and just give it a try. Don't be afraid to to fail right. your first time. Like I wouldn't say suck. No, be, try to be funny. You yeah, gotta. Yeah, yeah. You have to try your best to be funny. Write your heart out when you're writing your your jokes. Choose the funniest. Cut the fat. All of those things. But then, if you're scared of um, trying it out, uh, try not to be scared. <laughs> just just um. Just accept it. If you don't, if you don't do well, it's fine. Well, thank you so much. That was Aldo Cuervo. And if you want to see him perform or host comedy nights, can you again let us know where that, that's weekly, so people can just go weekly. Every Tuesday, we have um, most open show mic in Matalina Street in Quezon City. That is under Kowloon House, so it's like a basement bar under any, underneath a Chinese restaurant. Uh, that's a free show. Uh, we've got cheap beer and shawmai. <laughs> so go to that every Tuesday. And every Friday we have an open mic in Capitolio. That is uh, Brad and Pitt's Rib Shack on East Capitol Drive every Friday night. That's also a free show. So if you want to watch, uh, to to scout it out, to, to test the waters, go for it. It's uh, You're very welcome to join us. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day or the rest of your evening, depending on when you're